Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Traders, Kill Stokes here. Welcome back to another episode of the Trading Coach Podcast. Thank you as always for joining me. If you are new, I am a Forex trader. I am a trading coach. I am also one of the co-founders over at tier1trading.com. Speaking of which, if you guys remember the trade to measure event that we put on, well, those recordings are back online for uh, those who have missed it. Just head over to www.tier1trading.com. There should be a link that says check out free training, get free stuff, something of that sort. Click that and you have access to watch that entire trading workshop. Now, in today's podcast, I want to take it back a little bit, right? A little throwback Thursday action and read to you an article that I wrote for FX Trader Magazine a long, 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 long time ago. I was recently playing around on the Twitter and uh, I got a question from a trader asking about my routine and instead of writing it out because that would take a very long time and Twitter only gives you a a certain amount of characters. uh, It reminded me of this article and I I shot him a link and I said, hey, you know, it's been so long. A lot of you guys that are working with me now, a lot of you guys that are following along the Trading Coach podcast, you weren't necessarily in my circle back then. So why not bring it back and uh, kind of refurbish it? So the article was titled, Trade Like a Business, Two Steps to Help Increase Your Trading Productivity. The odds of becoming a successful trader are very slim. As the great and the late, may rest in peace, Mark Douglas once wrote, if I were to classify traders based on the kind of results they achieve, I would put them into three broad categories. The smallest group, probably fewer than 10% of active traders, are the consistent winners. The next group, which consists of between 30 and 40% of active traders, are consistent losers. The largest group, the remaining 40 to 50% of the active traders, are the boom and busters. They have learned how to make money, but they haven't learned there's a whole body of trading skills that have to be mastered in order to keep the money they make. The term trading skill is is often thought of as uh, referring to the price chart. However, in working with many aspiring traders over the years, I've noticed that the greatest lack of skill isn't always on the chart, rather in the approach. What is a professional trader? Many believe that in order to be considered a professional, they must trade full time and have it be their only source of income. 
Bloomberg television must be on in the background. A, a Wall Street Journal has to be read each morning and the day must consist of nothing but actively watching a price chart tick up and down. Funny story, when I, when I first started trading, uh, this is when I was in the stock market as an investor, you know, I was, I was young, I was fresh, I, I really knew nothing about what trading or investing was, so all I can go off of was what I saw in TV. Thank God the Wolf of Wall Street wasn't out back then, who knows which uh, dark path I would have turned down, uh, but I started subscribing to all these financial magazines, and I remember I, I would every day, right, I would have the Wall Street Journal delivered to my house, I'd come out with my robe and my, my cup of coffee, and I'd, you know, I, I have this big, imagine... Uh, my my uh, actually I was in a different house then no 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 I wasn't I wasn't my new house um, I had this kind of a long driveway and I'd sit outside and just be like <sighs> you know taking the day and I walk down get my Wall Street Journal you know throw it under my armpit and, and walk back into the house like I meant business um, and then I'd end up tossing the Wall Street Journal into the corner somewhere and watch ESPN instead right but this was kind of the the, the things I thought I had to do in order to be a trader so. One of my funniest stories, but I guess it's one of those kind of fake it until you make it type of deals. Um, but although many people do this, including myself when I first began trading the markets, a professional trader is more of a mindset than anything else. It means deciding to treat your trading like a business instead of like a hobby and taking the appropriate actions to put yourself on the best path to success. Most successful businesses start by creating a business plan, which is a formal statement defining what the business is from a philosophical standpoint. This plan also outlines the business goals, objectives, and tactics, tactics excuse me, which essentially answer the two main questions that every business has. What do we want to achieve and how are we going to go about achieving it? In trading, the what is usually pretty simple. We want to produce profit, right? I think we can all agree. We want to produce profit. Now, I know we always talk about pro uh, process over outcome, right? Focusing on the process is the way to produce profit. But at the end of the day, none of us get into trading to lose money. We want to make money. The how, however, is a question that often goes unanswered and in many cases, unasked. I hate to oversimplify and, and, and make finding success in trading seem easier than it really is, because trust me, it is pretty difficult. Um, but to be a successful trader, all you need is the following, right? Write it down. One, a strategy which provides you with an edge in the markets. And two, the ability to consistently execute that strategy. I'll say it again in case you missed it. One, a strategy which provides you with an edge in the markets, and two, the ability to consistently execute that strategy. Do I have an edge? Name me a successful business that has started selling a product without ensuring that there is a demand for it. Anybody? Somebody? Exactly. Then why do so many traders begin placing live orders without having the slightest idea if what they're doing actually works? This advice comes from personal experience. Never put your hard-earned money at risk unless you're certain, or as certain as you could be, 
um, that your trading has a positive expectancy. A positive expectancy means that if your strategy has an edge, or it means that uh, your strategy has an edge, and if traded consistently over time, it will produce profit. In order to determine the expectancy of your strategy, it's imperative that you test it by running through both historical and real-time data. This process is called backtesting. During this process, uh, your fancy suit and tie is traded in for a lab coat and glasses as you look to embark on a journey of experimentation and data collection. Correctly testing your strategy means looking at hundreds, if not thousands of historical trading opportunities and taking detailed notes on the performance. This is often a long and grueling process as lots of data must be collected, analyzed, adjusted, and often retested multiple times. On a side note for you guys that are involved with me on the platform, Tier 1 Trading, if you guys remember, this past winter, I put together a live vlog essentially for you called the Strategy Development Diaries. It was, it was a cool process. I was going about creating a new strategy or the goal was to create a new strategy based on an inside bar breakout, narrow range, um, but I want to do it in a very specific way. And I was going through the, the strategy development and testing process and I was recording it and sharing it with our traders live. And I never ended up getting the strategy to work the way I wanted it, but I got so much uh, positive feedback from the recordings because it really gave a hands-on kind of journalistic look at what it takes to develop a strategy. And many traders think it thinks it's it's simple as just you know reading something on the internet and then doing it and boom, you got it. But it really is like a science experiment. You 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 it, it takes a while just to figure out the idea, the question that you once answered, and then finding out the idea of how you want to answer the question, and then you back test it and it doesn't work, and you adjust and you back test it and you adjust, and it was a it was just a pretty cool eye opening process. But um, correctly testing, I read it already. Um, doo -doo 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 -doo. This is a long and grueling process. Lots of data must be collected, analyzed, and adjusted. Okay, each strategy is different. But aside from overall profitability and win percentage, which is what most traders worry about, it's important to track other forms of data, such as maximum favorable and maximum adverse excursion, which is optimal placement for stops and targets, essentially. Uh, Testing a strategy isn't just about discovering whether it works or not. It's about maximizing its performance. And I would add uh, maximizing its performance, not, not just in the numbers, but also maximizing the performance in a way in which you can personally trade it, right? I can take my, my current strategies and I can trade them a very specific way that will make me a lot more profit than I do right now. But doing so may not mesh well with my philosophy. And if, if you remember, um, if you remember what I talked about earlier, right? There's two things you need in trading, right? A, a strategy with an edge, and the ability to consistently pro, uh, execute it. So if you reach too far out, where what you're doing doesn't mesh with what you actually believe, or if you're putting yourself in a situation where psychologically it could be hard to follow on a consistent basis. Well, now you're not fulfilling the, the second part of that formula um, and you will make mistakes and you will lose money. So it, it's maximization in quotes. You want to maximize the profits as long as it's within the realm of um, your comfort zone. More importantly, it provides a trader with a 100% belief, going back to backtesting, uh, it provides a trader for 100% belief in the system 
uh, which is the most priceless asset a trader can have. Backtesting, in my opinion, isn't so much about the numbers. That's important, obviously, but it's really about believing in what you are doing. Executing your strategy. As a business, having an amazing product is only half the battle because no matter how great it is, it's worthless if you can't efficiently produce it. A trading strategy is the same. Having a strategy that produces a consistent profit is a good start, but being able to execute it day in and day out is how profits are earned. The execution phase of a trading strategy is often the hardest part to overcome. As when it comes time to pull the trigger, the head starts or the heart starts beating fast, the palms start sweating, the hands begin to shake, and fear and anxiety begin to take over the body and mind. One tactic to overcoming this feeling is to put yourself in a comfortable situation by setting up a routine. Have you ever seen a basketball player that dribbles the ball twice, spins it, taps his leg before shooting a foul shot? Or a baseball player who steps out of the batter's box, uh, restraps his batting gloves, and taps his bat on the top of the plate three times before taking his stance? Or maybe for you soccer fans out there, or footballers, right? Before a set piece, Cristiano Ronaldo spreads the legs wide, slowly hikes up the shorts to show that amazing quad muscle, and then, right? These are all examples of routine. If you can't tell, a little bit of a man crush on Cristiano Ronaldo. Um, yeah, leave it at that. <laughs> um, but these are all examples of rituals that professional athletes have created in order to put themselves in a comfort zone while being involved in high pressure situations. As traders, we can create a similar comfort zone by setting up a consistent routine and essentially creating a work schedule for ourselves. I've personally found that my performance is much improved when I execute my daily routine and that I make more, I make many more mistakes when I don't. Here's what my day trading, or my day trading, here's what my daily routine looks like. My trading ritual. And this is going to vary again. This was, uh, I think I wrote this before kids. Um, I don't remember the exact year. I want to say it's before kids. So, um, yeah, if you guys have been following along the podcast, things have trained, changed drastically in my life once I've had kids. And this podcast is kind of a journey, not only about me evolving as a trader, not just me giving tips to you guys, but me evolving as a, a person, a father, a man, and, and dealing with the changes in my life. So some of this may be off the, the, the timing and stuff like that. So don't take that too seriously, but just focus on the actual routine. 5.30 a.m., the double wake up. What I've noticed is that although my body is able to hop right out of bed, my mind isn't so quick to follow. I'm one of those guys where I wake up right before the alarm goes off and do like a cartwheel out of bed and like start screaming, let's get the day started, woo! And my wife's like, Ugh. right? <laughs> I'm an early waker, man. Not good at night, but I'm an early waker. In the past, I have found myself making a handful of trading mistakes simply by not being fully awake and 100% focused. Therefore, after I hop out of bed and check any open positions for trade management purposes, I spend the first half an hour of my day um, checking messages on social media, reading articles, and watching some type of trading slash economic based content. Uh, for now, I used a, now I, I've started using the, the the Pomodoro technique that I mentioned a few episodes ago. So 
I wake up, I do my, I, I do one Pomodoro for my stretching and my yoga. I do another Pomodoro for getting on the, the tier one chat, social media, emails. And then by the third Pomodoro, I'm ready to get into the chart. So that, that Pomodoro technique has really helped me structure my day into those, uh, I guess it's 30 minute segments. It's 25 then a five minute break. I, I still tend to skip the break, uh, but it, it's helped me kind of with task management. Six o'clock, top down analysis. During this initial round of market analysis, I have two main focuses. One, to look for any swing trading opportunities and two, to screen for which pairs need to be on my radar for potential day trading opportunities. I always start with taking a bird's eye view of the market by looking at my higher timeframes, followed by working my way down uh, for each pair in my trading portfolio. 7 a.m., mental preparation. After prepping for my trading day, it's important that I step away from the charts. I find it a lot easier to concentrate with a clear mind, so each morning I take some time to perform some mental relaxation drills. When the weather is nice, I'll take a walk around the neighborhood while listening to an audiobook, or in the winter months, performing some yoga inside the comforts of my house to get me in the right place mentally. Either way, this combination of clearing the mind and stimulating the body with physical activity allows me to get into the zone before stepping into the trading arena, right? I look at trading as being like a battle, so I got to stretch and warm up the mind and body before I step into the gladiator arena. Getting in a zone also includes eating a quality breakfast and doing a mental check. I will not, in all caps, involve myself in the markets if I'm not in the correct trading mindset so um yeah I'll give you the example the other day i was dealing with i had to shut the live room down dealing with someone uh, a personal issue uh, or a, a friend's personal issue and i was kind of the support person for them and it just it it obviously life and stuff like that comes before trading so you know i was fo- so focused on that that my mind was just it was fully on that person and their their health and well-being that i said hey guys Live room's done for the day, um, just not in the right, right mindset to be looking at the markets. 8 a.m., 8 a.m., excuse me, active day trading. Again, this starts a little bit earlier now, but this was a long time ago. Um, this is when I'm actively engaged in the markets, looking for trading opportunities on both the higher and lower time frames. At this time, I once again perform another round of top-down analysis on each pair in my trading portfolio. However, this time, I will progress down to the lower time frames, five minute and often five range bar charts um, as I look for trading opportunities. Moderating a live room provides me with the luxury of having multiple eyes on the market. My live room members are tremendous. Um, they, they give me a heads up of many trades that I would miss otherwise while I'm doing the teaching thing. Um, Having multiple, uh, having great live room members provides me with the luxury of having, uh, or having moderating a live room provides, provides me with the luxury of having multiple eyes on the market during the busy days to help with finding opportunities and other like-minded traders to communicate with during slower ones. And communication is key. Uh, we're simply on a lonely island as traders. So um, having people you can talk trading about and other nonsense, robot apocalypse, um, is key. 11 a.m., mental reset. As my trading day, as my trading session ends, my next step is to remove myself from the computer. If I haven't scheduled any meetings for this time, my main objective is to focus on my physical fitness. Not only do I need to stay in shape for whatever crazy event I'm training for at the time, but exercise is also a stress reliever as it pumps up your endorphins, actually produces endorphins, which is basically your brain's feel-good chemical release. You get high off 
feel-good chemicals. On difficult trading days, this allows me to get my mind off of the pain so I don't bring it back, so I don't bring my attitude back home with me to my wife and kid. It's kids, two kids now. And on good days, it helps me avoid an overconfident state, which could potentially lead to me chasing the markets and overtrading, right? Getting greedy. 2 p.m. review and journaling. I used to review my day um, and journal my entries directly after my trading was complete, but I found myself being too in the moment and being able to have much have a much more objective view if I mentally reset first. Aside from statistics, I like to cycle through the trading day and look at all of the opportunities that existed. Questions are uh, questions are asked such as, could this trade have been handled differently, or was there any way to take advantage of this opportunity? This time is used to work on myself as a trader and focused on my continuous improvement, AKA Kaizen philosophy. 4 p.m. to 7 a.m. In, in, uh, in parentheses, depending on my schedule, post New York, pre-London top-down analysis. This is my final round of analysis for the day, like earlier in the morning. I'm only looking for higher time frame opportunities that may exist during the upcoming Asia and London sessions. After my orders are placed, I leave my office for the day and I make sure to spend time with my family. Trade like a business. The odds of becoming a successful trader are very slim, but greatly increased if you take a professional approach. Yes, being a professional trader can provide us with freedom of time, but we shouldn't abuse that privilege. A good business looks to streamline their process in order to increase productivity and as traders, we need to do the same. We are our business. And if we want to see consistent results, we need to trade a consistent strategy while taking a consistent approach to the markets. If done correctly, our business has a chance to survive. If not, then we're most likely destined for failure.